we start session five here with uh, Marguerite. Can you tell me a little bit about your role-playing experience? I've been playing role-playing games since about high school, on and off. Um, haven't done the Game Master thing yet, but played in a bunch of different, mostly D&D stuff. And I'm currently in a campaign that's been going on for, I think, three years now. Oh, wow. We are going to die. It's going to be great. <laughs> oh, heck, that's a long campaign to die in. Uh, Yeah, we kind of maxing out. I think we're gonna, either going to transcend or die. We'll find out what happens. Well, you might die today also, because you're Into playing it. Leonard Shelby, and who knows what is happening for him right now. We'll start with focus mechanic, because Leonard Shelby has anterograde amnesia, and so just kind of loses all of his memory occasionally, which is what marks the end of any one player's time driving him. The way this works is whenever you fail basically any d20 roll, um, you will then make a focus check, which starts as a straight up and down DC 10. Um, oh my god. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But you're, you're going for three failures, but each failure makes it DC 2 harder. So once you fail once... Death saves. Okay. Yeah. But if <laughs> you get critical saves. successes, it will undo some of them. Interesting. Okay. So it can go on quite a while, but you might have a real short session if you just biff some stuff and roll bad. And then all your memories get flushed out, and you're done when you fail your third roll. Cool. Solid. Makes sense? Yep. Let's dive into this. You awake with a start. The last thing you remember is that your wife has just been murdered. You want to find the killer. But you also you awaken in a reasonably comfortable bed. Your Beating heart slowly calms, and you remember that you can't remember anything, because you remember the story of, oh, what's his name? Sammy Jenkins, and that is how you know that you don't know anything. Uh, you're awake, uh, there's sunlight streaming through the window. What do you do? Let's get up and see what's going on in this room, since I remember not how I got here, nor how much time has passed. Nobody knows. That's an exciting thing. Perpetual youth. You get up. It looks like you've got a room in an inn. It's actually kind of nice. It's a little bit muddy. A bunch of stuff, presumably yours, is sort of strewn on one part of the floor. Maybe where you put it down, maybe where someone ransacked it overnight. It's a little hard to say. There's a pile of crumpled and muddy paper on your bedside table, along with two knives and a hand crossbow. And, oh heck, you got tattoos. Oh, snazzy. Do I have a mirror or anything to check those out in? You can wander around, find a mirror. This is a nice room. Oh, this is a nice room? Okay, cool. Great. Yeah. I have money somewhere, too. This is a nice room. So I'm going to go look in the mirror and see what's going on with the tattoos. You've got some big ones. Easy to see. A chest plate that says, find him and kill him. Big letters. Very distinctive. One of your biceps, you've got like a scrawling note, killer equals John slash James G semicolon drug dealer. Other forearm, don't trust anyone. On one thigh, notes can be lost. Just kind of scrawled somewhere in your midriff, remember Sammy Jenkins. Other thigh, hide your weakness. I would like a perception check from, er, investigation. You're investigating yourself. Okay. Which is a plus three. That's a 10 total barely gets you there but it's not that hard to explore your own body but you almost missed it because you didn't think to look for tattoos on your back why would you put tattoos for yourself on your back but 
holy crap, you've got a full back plate from like shoulder blade to shoulder blade. It's got like five sort of parts swirling together, and it looks like a big scary something is rising from a dark, dark patch in the middle. This is a scary-ass tattoo, and it has no words that you can read on it. So glad I'm freaking myself out with my own tattoos. Super into that. Okay. Cool. I want to investigate the paper. There was like muddy paper on the side table. Yeah. So this is a big pile of notes. Some of them are a little bit wet. Some of them are kind of muddy. Some of them look written fresh last night. Oh, wow. Okay. We have we have written a lot of notes. There's a lot of notes here. There's a lot of notes. I will not be reading all of these out loud. <laughs> all right. That's fair. The there's there's stuff about training with Solomon, kill John slash James G. How many times have I got Teddy promoted? Teddy is N, and then there's no more note. Vinny, Roscoe, and Thud, piano men, want to kill Teddy, amongst other information there. Take real nope. Map to Captain Barton. There's a strike through on this note. And then there's additional gnomish, which I can apparently read. You can. You can read gnomish. That's very exciting to find out. I've apparently received a fake map. Stole arcane from Piano Man. Enlisted help from Grant and Bront from the Radiant Order of Demon Hunters to help with my mission mission from Solomon. And that sounds like a load of gibberish to me. (laughs) (laughs) Visit Stronghold of Demon Hunters to repay their kindness. Wonder who the Demon Hunters are. Staking out their caves. Got arcane back, but haven't seen Teddy since. I mean, take the treasure map to Captain at Fortress in the morning. Uh, is this one recent? Do we know? That one looks recent. Cool. Grant charges a lot for this room. Not sure why. The night guard at the Fortress was a jerk. Meet Teddy outside. Rumpelstiltskins for purpose of getting her came back to Vinny of the Piano Men. Is that last one also recent? It is not. That is unhelpful. Okay, cool. Do I see any sort of uh, treasure map? Can I search this room for a treasure map? Yeah, yeah, you can look around your room. What's listed in your inventory? You have the gold. You've got more gold from that. You also have a wooden shoulder bag, like with a, like a, yeah, like a messenger bag. Instead of made of canvas, it's like snaps together wood. It's got a leather strap. It looks like it was dropped in the mud a bunch, but inside is something that looks very much like a real treasure map. Fascinating. Do I recognize any of the names on it? No. Or anything on it. Oh, great. No, you you know nothing about its geography or contents. Cool, and I have no idea what day it is, let alone how much time has passed since my wife was murdered. Uh-huh. Cool. Okay, Um. well, we're going to take that and the knives. There was knives. Yeah, you got a bunch of knives, some hand crossbows. Oh, you've also got uh, like just a rucksack-style backpack that's got most of your stuff in or around it. Okay, I mean, that can stay here, I think. But I would like the knives and the hand crossbow, because apparently people want to murder people, so we got to figure that one out. Sounds good. And you've got one more piece of luggage that is sitting in the corner. It looks like a, the best way I can describe it is sort of one of those metallic hardware cases that's like robust and ruggedized. Oh, yeah. Kind of big. Like a pelican case, but shiny. Yeah, pelican case, but made out of like tread steel. Oh, nice. Um, it's okay. It looks like it's been through hell and might have been wiped down. I definitely should open that. Uh-huh. You want to open that? I really do. There's a soft clinking and clattering as you open it because the entirety of the case is lined with carefully restrained glass files, which have a 
crystalline, slightly shimmery, slightly multicolored looking powder in each of them. Huh. And it's got dozens or hundreds of them in here. Is there any way I can find out more about what this powder is? Or yes. Yes. Mysterious. Okay. Give me a minus one roll to know stuff <laughs> about it. what this is. Uh, well, that's 18 with the minus one. Oh, heck. You're well rested. You remember. This is arcane. This is a uh, exciting and dangerous drug of a magical nature. Tell me. You've just remembered very well. How does one use arcane? Oh, um... Arcane is a tea. It's a tea. Okay. Like, drink it, mix it in your drink, and you must drink it over a whole hour. If you drink it too fast, it doesn't work. If you drink it too slow, it doesn't work. And it's weird, uh, weird additive made from, like, unicorn bone. It's unusual. Oh, I like this. This is wonderful. Okay. So you've got a lot of that. Well, that seems super useful. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, so this is called Arcane. A bunch of your notes mention stuff about arcane. Uh, one of your tattoos mentions stuff about drugs also. This is so true. Cool. I think we need to go figure out this whole treasure map portion and hopefully find Teddy, because he seems to be MIA, last I see in my notes. Not that I would think I would recognize Teddy, but we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna try, folks. We should go downstairs and see if there's like a innkeeper someone is the goal, I guess. Sounds great. So you said you want to bring some knives, one of your hand crossbows. I'll bring the weird bag with the map in it that's muddy. Let's take... Suitcase full of drugs? <laughs> no! Okay. So you can leave we all... Will the... hide the... We'll, we'll take two vials and we'll hide the rest under the bed. Excellent. Because that is the best hiding spot for literally anything. Love it. I will shove all these notes, because I can't remember them all, into the bag, though, because... If we know anything, my memory is shit. So Notes in the bag. In the bag with the treasure map or in the bag you're leaving in the room? The bag with the treasure map. I want them with me. I don't know why. Okay. It's a very crowded bag now. Yeah, it's full of many papers. Excellent. Onwards, you head downstairs and you discover it's like late morning. It's not busy. It seems to be well into daytime and a genial front deskman. Waves to him is like, ah, oh, Leonard, you have a good sleep. You're looking a lot better. Was I looking bad last night? You know, the usual. Yeah, definitely. Very muddy. Not too much blood tonight. Will you be staying another night? Oh, good. Oh, I think so. I don't want to move all my stuff. Do you think you could settle up now? These sometimes come and go at strange hours. Oh, that's true. But I don't want to right now. Can I do it later? Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Definitely. You can, you can do that later. I have an appointment, I think. Great, thank you. Sounds great. I know you're good for it, Leonard. Oh, good. That's that's great to hear about myself. <laughs> See you later. Oh, wait. Quick question before I run off. Uh, have you seen Teddy at all recently? Recently? I mean, I saw him yesterday, but uh, you left with him, so I haven't seen him today. Oh. I remember his address. I seem to have forgotten it again. Oh, I mean, he comes here. I don't, I don't go visit him. I don't know. You might try down at the... Uh, City Watch. Oh, cool. Thanks. I know he doesn't live there, but you know, he is a cop. Then, oh, yep, yeah, right. I think I drank a little bit much last night, so I'm having, having some time. Not remembering things, huh, Leonard? Yep, yep, yep. That checks out. I'm glad it's consistent. <laughs> uh huh. And he like winks and taps the side of his nose. Oh my God. What does he know that I don't know? 
so many things I bet. Okay. <laughs> um, that's that's great. I feel informed. Oh, do I know where the watch is by chance? Nope. You don't know what's outside this door. Okay. That's. You don't know what city you're in. Oh shit. Okay. If you're in the city you lived in when you lost your memory, you know where a watch depot is, but there's no the fortress in that city. That's a good point. Uh, oh, hey, quick thing. Can I set all up with, like, half right now and then half later? Yeah, sure. Okay, great. Um, I, I can work cool. with that. I would like to pay the guy half of whatever he decides is the rate. He asked for ten gold pieces for half. I'm I'm keeping track of that. That is a lot. Okay, my dude. It is a lot. You presume this is Grant, who charges a lot for this room. Not sure why. I do presume. Grant, do you have directions to the fortress? I keep getting uh, lost in this town. Yeah, Leonard. Yeah, I can I can give you some directions. Fortress, that one's easy. You just go out the door and then step into the street. Make sure you don't get hit by something and look uphill and you'll see it just right there. Oh, it's I thought it was the name of a bar. OK, that makes more sense. Thank you. That's fair. I, I, I drink at a place called the Fortress. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll see you later, Grant, and I would like to go out and out into the world. Lovely. You are in a, not fully swank, but swank adjacent in. It's near the top of the hill. Um, so yeah, you are literally like just a couple short blocks from the front gates for what is clearly the fortress that guards the city that's at the top of the hill. Well... That's definitely the thing I needed directions to. Okay, great. <laughs> Since that is the only place I know where it is, we will go there first. Walking there so easy, you don't even need to make a focus check for, for boring time passing. You might need to if you go further away places. It's hard to stay focused okay. while traveling. It's so true. There's so many shiny things. There is. You make it there. The gates are open. There is a guard, you know, in the little booth beside the gates. I don't recognize anything, do I? Nope. Ah, I love being a blank slate. Okay. <laughs> yeah, everything's wonderful and new. Uh, well, let's uh, go in. You wander through. The place is bustling in the day. There are carts coming and going. Fortress has got nice big stone walls, and then it's got like a central keep, and it's just got a warren of big and medium-sized buildings like jutting out from the rock and also just like disappearing into it. And it's all just very busy and bustling. No one's paying you any attention. There's lots of people, you know, there's little training happening in a one corner and blacksmithing happening in another and just carts and people aplenty. Okay. Is there like a, there's an inner keep, you said? Yeah. Yeah. Are there guys guarding that door by chance? I mean, the door is also open, cool. but there's definitely go... flanked by serious looking, serious people. You definitely ask one of them. Definitely ask one of them for directions. Because I am trying to find uh, Captain Brilton. Yeah. I want to go over to the less scary looking one. There's like uh, the, the standard standard pair of guards of like the, the the squat wide one and the tall narrow one. Squat wide one looks jolly. Tall narrow one looks serious. Okay. It's definitely the squat guy then. We're going to be friends. Hey, I have an appointment for uh, with uh, Captain Brilton. Um, I must meet him post haste. Can you remind me where his office is? Ah, Captain Brilton, an appointment. Yeah, okay, okay, we can help you with that. Um, do you, can I see your calling card? 
I have once again misplaced it, but he knows me. He's expecting this. Okay. I mean, that sounds like a very plausible persuasion, so I'll give you some advantage on that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like persuasion over deception. It definitely, definitely is. You got a plus three on that, so... Uh, that's, that's hopefully enough. 18 with the plus three? Yeah, that'll get you there. You you look legit. I'm I'm sure Captain Brilton can defend himself from you if you're uh crash in on a point un, unannounced without an appointment. Yeah, just uh here, take this. And he hands you like sort of a softball-sized red rock with a V like painted on it. He's like, here you go, take this. Hold that in your left hand, and um just go straight straight down the hall when you get to the end, take a left down two flights of stairs. Okay. And you can't miss it. It's the big door. I love a big door. Love a big door. Okay. Thank you so much. And I'll see you later. All right. Toodaloo. Lightly salutes and you wander in. Okay. Let's go down, down the hall and to the left and big door. Something like that. Yeah. People are giving you slightly odd looks. Hopefully this redstone isn't poisonous. We're good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's a stone that's been painted red. It's not like a weird red pumice or oh, something. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense. Does it? Anyway, yeah, you get to the door. <laughs> like um, the walking stone. It's the hall pass. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just dismissed that as normal somehow. Sounds good. You reach the big door. There's no one else like bustling around here. This seems to be a slightly more administrative and less exciting part of the office wing. Um, but you do hear conversation from inside, and it's closed. Well, I got a knock. Got a knock. And knock like three times. The classic like knock, knock, knock. Okay, not the full shave and a haircut. Excellent. No, we're not gonna. No need. <laughs> Seems dumb. <laughs> Just a shave and. Yeah, and and no no need for cut. The, the conversation comes to a halt. And he's like, and, and then you hear some furniture being pushed aside and. Footsteps walking across what sounds like a medium-sized room, office, chamber. And the door swings open, and there's a a narrow-faced man with a pointed goatee and black eyes and black hair, green cloak, looks out at you and is like, Yes, excuse me, can I help you? Oh, I have a delivery for the captain. Delivery? Do you now? Okay, come in, come in. Okay, I go in. <laughs> he waves, he, he sort of gestures to, you know, a, a large blonde man behind a huge desk. He's like, all right, I mean, looks like you got a delivery or something, uh, Captain Brant. Uh, Brant, I'll be, uh, I'll be back in a little bit. Uh, we can continue this discussion later. Um, and Brant sort of nods and this fellow leaves and steeple those fingers. He's like, you have a delivery for me? And the door clicks behind you. Yep, I've heard you're uh, looking for a treasure map. He suddenly looks a little nervous and a little surprised. He's like, yes. Um, uh, and uh, what was the reward for that again? I mean, yes, it's right here. He opens up the side drawer and he pulls out what looks like a leather package. It's a little bit lumpy. It's about the size of a clutch purse. He's like, it's right here. As promised, brother seldom will get what we agreed upon. Okay. You have the map? Yeah, and I'm going to pull it out carefully to make sure I don't spew all my papers all over this desk. Yeah, you take it out. It's like not fragile, but it looks old. 
and he like looks excited and almost wincing that you're just touching it. I'm gonna make sure to put it on the desk and like smooth it out, touching it all over. Okay, yep, yep, yep. This is some sort of leading up to gaining dominance in this interaction. <laughs> I don't I don't know, but I think I should. Okay. And he's like, okay, alright. Yes, very good. And the additional finder's fee, since I brought it to you in such good condition. He looks at you, he's like, finder's fee. I mean, I mean, this sounds like, uh, do you want to persuade or perform? Uh, perform, I think. You're performing annoyance, and if he pays you, you will stop, is what I'm reading from this. This is the goal, yep. <laughs> sounds cool. great, you've got a plus three on your performance. Cool. I will throw that dice on the ground, let me try the other one. Fourteen. Let's just roll, see, see how entertained he must be. Yeah, okay, yeah, he's like, okay, alright, sure, um, why not? A finder's fee, that seems only fair in this situation. I was worried you wouldn't come at all, so, uh, sure. And he rifles through his desk drawers. He's like, so this here is for for brothers? Um, I said seldom. It's not seldom. It's something else. Sorry, saying the wrong name. And he rifles through his drawer, okay. drawers. through Yeah, the drawers of his desk. And he's like, okay, what do we got for finder's fee? Finder's fee. And he pulls out, like, no, inkwell. Nope, that won't do. Um, he pulls out like three three cigars, sort of patting his pockets. And he's like, "Oh, okay." And um, he he brings out a small wad of paper, and he puts it down, and it like unfolds, and it looks like it's complimentary dink tickets. I mean, that's 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 the downside of uh, impromptu renegotiations. But uh, I think three cigars and ten free drinks at the uh, the Alabaster Fox that works for me. That works. I appreciate it. I have no clue what's in this bag, but I'm definitely going to take everything I've gotten offered. Oh, Captain, have you seen Teddy by chance? I continue to misplace my friend. Just want to throw it out there. I think it's super unlikely that this captain has heard of my friend Teddy. Definitely. But I literally do not know what he looks like. Definitely. Okay, I, I, I would... So I have to try. This sounds like just a Hail Mary. You're going for luck here. So just roll me a d20. There's going to be no penalty on focus checks, no matter the result. Well, that could have been better. It's an eight. It's an eight. He's like, Teddy, Teddy. Um, I can't say that I have. No big deal. I was pretty drunk last night, so I must have misplaced him again. Okay. Well, who did you say you were? I didn't. I must be you going. Didn't. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Um, Send my regards to the, uh, you know, people you're working for my questions abound with i'm working for someone but okay thank you for your discretion oh i you know if you need anything else uh let me know i'm uh, just down the way and uh let's go <laughs> out of this weird room yeah the people who are working for you says yeah um to 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 brother to brother solomon oh uh, yes yes right the bros and you extricate yourself from this uh this conversation three cigars and 10 drink tickets richer that's a lot of drink tickets <laughs> like it is that's good onward and back i guess past jolly friend you make your way out without incident oh i want to talk to my jolly friend if i have a moment since i know seriously three people right now oh uh question weird question do you happen to know teddy 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 we're just going to do the same luck roll here. I've got some brackets set up. What do we got? That one's a 17. He's like, oh, yeah. 
I know Teddy. I mean, shifty bastard, but uh, oh, for sure, yep. But you know, he's 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 a, I guess a good guy deep down. He's you seen him recently? Oh, I saw him last night, but he forgot to tell me where to meet him today. No, like I haven't seen him more recently than that. Uh, that's that's pretty recent. Uh, so true. Yeah, um, no, he's just kind of pokes around here and there sometimes and don't usually shoo him off. He's, he's up to something. All right. If you see him, tell him tell him I've been looking for him. And who are you? That's a good question. I've forgotten my own name. <laughs> You're Leonard Shelby. <laughs> I am Leonard. <laughs> Leonard. All right. But yeah, uh, just he knows where to find me. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll let I'll. I said, I'll let her know. No, I'll let Teddy know if uh, if I see him. Solid. Thank you. Pleasure to meet you, Leonard. Um, rock back, please. Oh, so nice to meet you, Rock back. Not you. I'm I'm Turtle. I would like my rock. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Here is your rock back. I'm gonna give him the red box. Excellent. The the tall, serious one looks to be having uh, a little bit of challenge keeping a straight face through this whole exchange. Good. That's that's the impression I like to leave on people, and I haven't killed anyone yet, so we're gonna keep going on. I, I don't know where to find Teddy at all. What else is on my notes? Hold on one sec. There's not that much about the fortress. Okay, I'm gonna leave and uh, go like down the hill a bit because I'm in too fancy an area. I think. Sounds great. Your your general goal is run into Teddy. It's- do you have any secondary goals or things you might walk towards or away from? Well, like, there's whole this piano man thing, and I think they want to kill me. Or die? Mm-hmm. It's unclear. <laughs> and of course, the main go- overarching goal is find out who killed my wife. But we're going to start with the, like, avoid the piano men and uh, find Teddy, hopefully in that, in in that, that order. order, yeah. <laughs> All right, these are good city wandering goals. The other order could be bad. <laughs> yeah. All right, love this. So you're you're walking gently downhill away from fanciness towards less less fancy, less officiousness. Do are we like a port town? Can I tell yet? I mean, you see a river in the sort of middle distance in this city. So this city is connected to at least one body of water. Okay. It looks to have some industry and warehouses kicking around. But yeah, there's a, a hill blocking a good portion of your line of sight. So there could be anything on the other side of that hill. Okay, uh, let's go try to find what I consider a uh, not-so-great bar. Actually, I have drink tickets. Do I know what kind of... I have no idea what these drink tickets are good for. You can look at them. Right, but like, I don't know where the... It doesn't even matter. I don't know where that is. <laughs> Yeah, you don't know where the Alabaster Fox is, but they seem fancy. Okay, I don't want to go fancy. Let's let's go try to find like a mediocre dive bar. I love this endeavor. Oh, I, it'd be great if they have like entertainment. I don't know why. <laughs> okay, excellent. Can I get you to roll a d6, please? A five? You wander down the hill and take some turns to get out of the nice zone, and you come across a shingle hanging out for a that's not called a shingle. Whatever, one of the signs for a bar. You found a seedy-looking bar, and it might say the Rumpelstiltskin. Oh, wait. Does it say the Rumpelstiltskin? Does it say anything close to the Rumpelstiltskin? It does say something similar to that. Do I see anyone waiting outside of it? 
Nah, it's about noon. Oh, it's a little early, okay. You've wandered into a warehouse district. Ah, uh, okay. It's busy here, but not quite for drinking yet. Okay, well, am I hungry? I mean, you haven't eaten yet today, so yeah. So I probably should go have a meal since I'm here. And if that is informative, great. If that isn't informative, food. So we win. I will choose this bar. Love it. You go into the Rumpelstiltskin. It looks like long ago it was a nicely appointed bar that has aged into mm, stuffiness. Not fully decrepit, but it's it's not a nice bar anymore. The sign outside makes that clear. As you step inside, you realize the entirety of the bar is softly piano-themed. There is a oh miniature upright... Okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, there's, there's alternating black and white covers on the stools at the bar. The paintings on the walls are all like almost like weird clown paintings but they're all just kind of piano-y it's unsettling both in like its composition and its general vibe great that seems hopefully this doesn't trigger anything in my brain but we're gonna just go for it there's like a bar i can order from there is. The The place is entirely empty right now, except for the one bartender who, when he slowly looks over to you, he looks very good at not noticing things. And he eventually does notice you and looks very surprised for a moment. And then Mask goes back. What can I get you? You seem surprised to see me back. I'm assuming I've been here before. <laughs> I don't know why. Pauzy's like, oh... Yeah, you're... Yep. Can you remind me why I should not be back? I thought your food was good, so I thought I should come back. That's a blatant... Possibly a blatant lie. <laughs> I... I should definitely roll for something. Yeah, like, I want to make you roll something here. Like, I don't think the lie particularly matters, but, like, give me some sort of roll uh, that's charisma-based because you are trying to get them to be nice and conversational so like it didn't go well okay <laughs> that's a six on the dice so that's that's perfectly keeping with things so let's make your first focus check because that's definitely not a success definitely no well i think a three is gonna do great right with that so that's your first focus failure nice um and so the next time you do that it's gonna be a dc 12 you're brave i'll give you that you're also very stupid. Why did you come back after last night? Well, the great thing about alcohol is you don't remember what happened last night. For some reason, I'm assuming I'm a heavy drinker, but I really could not tell you. You didn't drink anything here. The only liquid you was involved with was blood, mister. Oh, that was last night. I must be getting that confused with another night did i kill anyone i feel like i should remember that but it's been all confuzzled i had some nightmares that's a strange question to ask you didn't kill anyone in here great and frankly i'm surprised that they didn't kill you so evens out i guess but uh listen i don't know if you should hang around here mister oh should i just go 
But have you seen Teddy? I misplaced him again. <laughs> I don't know. No, I, I I love this. Give me a insight roll here. Totally. You got a plus one to insight. Sixteen with the plus one. Okay. He knows something. Definitely knows something about Teddy. It's like you misplaced Teddy, huh? That's he was. I saw him last night, and then nothing. And now you can't find him, huh? Yep, it seems to happen pretty regularly to me. This is a strange one, but I want an intimidation. Yeah, that seems reasonable. Uh, yeah. So we're just gonna. I, th- I think roll uh, post that. Okay. I think a seven's gonna really do it. He works in this bar. He's not easily intimidated. He got a 13 up on that. So that's... Give me another focus check, please. Oh my gosh, we are doing great so far. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's a that's that's bad. That's a four, folks. Okay, we're on two. Oh, that's a, this is a quick one for Leonard, maybe. <laughs> Leonard, okay. no! Get it together, Leonard! Listen. Listen. You saw Teddy last night. You can't find him now. And you're wondering if he killed someone. That's. I don't, I'm I think sure you it should... wasn't Teddy. I'm sure it wasn't. I am making shit up again, but we might as well try. Listen, that's that's a strange thing to be sure of. I think you were really fun last night. I don't think you're going to tell anyone that. I think you should probably go, though. Okay. Can I have, like, a snack for the road? Or nah? Listen, okay. Just <laughs> And he reaches under the bar and has come back up with two pickled eggs. He's like, here... And just plops him into your hand if you take him. And he's like, Oh, definitely. But like, shh. No. Oh. Oh, bye. Uh, Remind me of your name again. (laughs) I don't think I should. Okay, cool. I just uh, bounce out of there then because I'm obviously not welcome. (laughs) Right. Um, But I have pickled eggs. So I will call that a win. Free pickled eggs, even. And I know slightly different now. I wouldn't say, like, more. Slightly different confusion. (laughs) Cool. I think I want to keep going further into the warehouse district, because that sounds like the most sketchy place I could end up. And all my notes say I'm sketchy. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. It's only noon. It seems a little early to do drugs, but I'm considering (laughs) it. So I just... I don't have a lot to go on here, so I might as well just continue forward. Yeah, continue forward trying to figure something out and uh you're walking you're eating your eggs you're looking around for seeing if anyone looks teddy-ish i presume yeah i'm hoping they look like a teddy bear that's the goal that's the goal excellent yes and someone falls in step beside you and is like leonard oh i'm so relieved to see you they catch your attention and it's this beautiful woman she's wearing a, a, a cloak that like Almost obscures her face, so her face is all in shadow, but you can still make her out. Great, this is fantastic. I have no clue who this is, okay. She's like, Leonard, oh, it's, I, we were worried about you when you missed your appointment last night. Everyone will be so happy, come with me. Um, And I'm Bella, as, you know, we're friends. Oh, great. I'm all about your condition. Oh, yeah, my condition. Mm-hmm. Your condition. I don't trust a hoe, but uh, I will follow her. <laughs> and she sort of like tries to kind of put her arm up so you can walk arm in arm. Very friendly. Does that feel like natural or normal? Do you shun this advance? No, this is fine. I just like, does my brain have any connections? 
No. Nope. It's a blank slate. Great. Got nothing. Cool. She seems nice. Cool. She's wearing a cloak. Hope she doesn't shank me, but cool. Yeah, everyone will be so happy. We we were very worried for you, Leonard. So she leads you to a nondescript looking, slightly run down looking warehouse, and she pulls out a key and she opens the door. Oh, uh, who are we meeting again? Oh, you know, just the friends. Oh, right. Um, but as you know, the names are gone. Can you help me out before we uh completely introduce me to like sixteen bajillion new people I don't remember? It's okay. I'm Bella. You don't need to talk to any of the rest of them. Okay. We're just here, finish up, and uh, then we can give you the other half of the payment. We know you like half up front, half half when the job's done. We're just studying linguistics. Oh, right. To me, that sounds like a complete falsehood. <laughs> Listen, your condition makes certain things about language very interesting to study. Oh, good to know. Solid. Onward. Let's go into this house where I'll probably die. It's gonna be great. She opens the door. There's a small, like, antechamber waiting room looking thing. She closes the door, opens the next door. It's also locked. And then inside this one, it's actually decorated. There's some light from torches. There's a variety of I mean, you just see a hallway. There's there's small rooms. And she gestures for the first one. We've reserved this room for you. Just get changed, put on the robe. You can leave your things in there. They'll still be there for when you get back. I can lock it if you want. I know you usually like that. I don't know how you're feeling today, though. Oh, that does sound good. Uh, give me a moment to change. I'm going to go to the weird room and hopefully there's some clothing. There is a robe. It's similar to hers. It's a big robe. It's got a deep hood. It looks like it's a mix of black fibers and red fibers. It gives it this interesting depth to its dark color. Okay, cool. Um, I would love to get that on. And can I conceal a blade on myself? Yeah. That'd be cool. You definitely room under the robe to conceal a blade. I'm into that. Thank you. Question, are you changing as she suggested and leaving your stuff there or are you just putting this on over everything are you leaving your things there what what is your intention here the intention is to go for the like i sort of changed but i'm not naked so i want to make it look like i appeared that i fully changed but we're gonna probably keep my pants keep your pants keep some <laughs> keep, keep some weapons in your pants keep the weapons in the pants and i feel okay about my notes but we're gonna keep the money on me and the drugs. <laughs> so basically, you're leaving your shoulder bag with your notes in this room? That seems like a bad idea now that we say it out loud. <laughs> I mean, this could be part of your uh, plus one intelligence. And, um, no, kind of... we're going to do that because we want to make the appearance that we've changed fully. Got to leave something in there. So we got to leave that and like my shirt. Mm -hmm. And if I was wearing a coat. Yeah. And kind of make like a mess, like a rumpled mess there. And then I think I do want her to lock it when I get out, but I will tell her that. Glad we've we've set the scene for what's where. Wonderful. You come out a couple minutes later. Oh, so that does mean the extra, cr the hand crossbow and the extra knife, because there was two knives, are all in that room locked, while I have only one knife and drugs. <laughs> I am prepared. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> for a good time. You step out. She's like, oh. Cool. Good, good, good. You want this locked? Oh, yeah, please. Can I have the key? It's the key for everything, so I need to hold on to it. 
Okay, fine. And she locks it up, and then she turns over what you didn't realize was a movable sign, and it's now just sort of a, a red and black slash that, I don't know, maybe means occupied? I'm into it. Sounds deep secure enough. Let's get on with the linguistics. And she leads you by the hand downstairs, leads you into a nice vaulted basement. She's like, okay, stand here. Um, there's a few other people, four other people in robes. And there, there was some muttering and general sounds of excitement and happiness that you have arrived. Solid. And so she's like, okay, as always, can you just put on this blindfold? And she hands you a, a large and heavy piece of cloth. It will definitely, unless you do some serious shenanigans, like actually cover your eyes fully. As always, this seems outside of the usual. I am freaking lying through my teeth, but, you know, we can try. <laughs> You're, um, you're, I would like to like blatantly lie to her that uh, this doesn't seem within the usual. I mean, okay. Can I try that? I don't know. I was trying to give figure out what for her to say. Your goal is to not have to put on the blindfold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Leonard. Blindfolds. Blindfolds are scary sometimes. It's true. You wanna? Can you just keep your eyes closed for us? Maybe. Is this what you can work with? I can definitely work with that. Okay. I mean, sometimes you like the blindfold, sometimes you don't. And she gives you like a little... You like the blindfold too, honey. No, don't say that. Let her know. <laughs> um, they're like, okay, just, just stand there then. Keep your eyes closed. We'll begin, we'll begin the, the linguistic phase of this in just a moment. And she takes you by the shoulder and like kind of positions you in the middle of the room under this nice like vaulted uh, vault. A ceiling. Okay. You know, does that once someone's put you somewhere, they're like, ah, just, just a little that way. Just by the shoulders, you obligingly go where she says. Yep, I will actually do that. Okay, eyes closed now. Keep them closed. Before I do that, can I like see if I see anything extra weird in this room? Kind of looking around or looking around. Uh, perception, deep, deep scour. I would like a perception kind of thing, but ideally, like. I want to check the floor and the ceiling for anything particularly problematic. Oh, these are very good questions. Give me your perception roll. Oh, uh, that was a natural 20. Natural 20 with a plus three. Excellent. You see everything this room has ever had in it. Oh, that's a lot. So this room, you came down a set of stone stairs that opens into one side of it. It's not quite like a strange polygon, but it's a big open room. You see that there are scuffed marks from chalk on the floor they've been rubbed away and washed out but there's still bits of chalk caught in the imperfections of the stone and between the cracks of it not enough that you can make out anything but there's definitely chalk maybe something else centered centered around where you stand there are torches on the walls one on each wall giving the place like many deep dancing flickering shadows you normally wouldn't be able to see into anyone's cowls of their cloaks here but uh you can make out faces faintly the lower half of them none of which you recognize this does you no good you've seen four human faces in close interaction ever or something that you can recall and none of them are here there are benches against the walls and there is a small it's hard to tell if it's a, a small like little altar or like a side table there is something against one wall it's got a little drawer it looks well used there's a chalky handprint on it so it probably holds at least some chalk 
perhaps other things too, because it is a drawer that is bigger than three pieces of chalk by a good margin. One of the walls, the torch bracket is hanging a little funny, and you actually see it looks like there's some cracks. Not like in the stone, but something's wrong with the stone work. Okay. It's just kind of in that wall in general. That's like a lot. That's great. You looked around really good. I did a great job. Well, I'm still going to close my eyes because I'm an, at least slightly an idiot. Uh, <laughs> might as well. I got nothing else. There's a minute of the sounds of someone opening a drawer and then you can hear the scraping of chalk on the ground and there's something drawn all around you. Fair amount of drawing takes this is a couple minutes. how I die. Okay, yep. And then they're like, okay, Leonard, you're doing great. Just stay with us for a moment more here. And uh, we'll begin and uh, repeat after what you hear. And uh, we'll take notes. Okay. And then you hear one set of footsteps approach you. And someone like gently either like puts a hand on your shoulder or something to indicate they're close. And they whispers, Nocto Sante Furatai. Oh, I do not want to repeat in a, a mysterious additional Latin language. No, thank you. Um, okay. Uh, can, what was the lady's name again? I'm sorry. Her name is Bella. Hey, Bella. Do we normally do this in, like, not a language I typically understand? Seems a little outside my linguistic capabilities. Eyes from She's like, yes, Leonard. Yes, that's why we have you here, is so that we can study unknown languages. Sounds sketchy. Okay. It's great because you keep not knowing them. Okay. Uh... You are the perfect, perfect subject for this. I repeat after the dude. That's just how I die. Okay. And then those footsteps retreat, and the next person approaches and you you feel another hand rest on you somewhere and they whisper summa santus that's a lot of s's um yep we're gonna repeat that bit but we're gonna like cut the s's short intentionally (laughs) as you are shorting shorting the dish of its s's you hear a clatter and a crash of stone collapsing i think it's time for me to open my eyes sounds great you open your eyes the wall, which you noticed something was wrong with, has just collapsed into a nice, wide, sort of Edwardian-sized doorway, and there are two muddy-looking armored dudes standing on the other side. Hey, Bella, does that happen every time? Hey, you dark summoners! Oh. Prepare to die! Oh, great! <laughs> Let's roll some initiative. I think Bella has decided to not tell me if this is every time. Okay. And she she's currently just looking a little surprised. I think the natural 20 I just rolled is great for this. <laughs> it's right where I wanted that. That's pretty funny. It's definitely useful. Leonard. All right. Oh, everyone rolled good. Oh, that's great for us, I guess. Yeah. I mean, high numbers all around. But still, Leonard, you're top of the order. You're standing in the middle of the circle. You open your eyes. Yeah, they've chalked some sort of ritual circle around you. They're standing at swirly points of it. It looks vaguely reminiscent of the geometry of this cool back panel you had that was so scary. It's got five parts. It's a little swirly. Oh, no. Okay. Um. Do I recognize either of the guys who came in? Uh, you've never seen them before. Oh, hey, do you guys know Turtle? <laughs> I don't know. 
they briefly look confused. Maybe they know Turtle, and then they're like, Leonard, what are you doing here? I do what not do you do? know. <laughs> All right. What would you like to do with your first round of combat? I want to run past them and through the hole. Okay. Sounds great. Because I definitely don't know whose side I'm really on. Sure. So you said, I don't know. Do you want to say anything else to them before or as you try and go past them? Please don't kill me. Goodbye. <laughs> that sounds like an important persuasion check if I've ever heard one. Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't think seven on the dice is going to be the best I've ever done there. Good news. It's good enough because this is a contested role. And they're like, I right, good luck. And they like, you know, lean aside just a little bit to let you go past. I am super into that. Since I just met Bella, I wish I cared. Um, but I don't think I do at this time. You step through this hole in the wall they just made. So basically, they've collapsed one wall. Then on the other side of that wall is mud and dirt and general detritus you find underground. Right. And then that makes like a small hollow. And then on the other side of this, let's call it a 10 foot by 10 foot room, there is another wall that is like partially fucked up. It's like if they were uh, going through prohibition tunnels, kind of, like, things. Yeah, it's like they were doing a muddy stakeout. And so there's a crate there with a lantern on it with baffles, so it's not shining too much light. There's some muddy tools. You can see they had pry bars wedged into the wall all over. Okay, is there a way out? Yeah, so the other side of this room, there's the other fucked up wall. You can see it opens into mm, a stream, a sewer... It looks mostly built. It's got water flow more exciting and less pungent than a straight-up sewer would be. It's dark out there. Oh, we're stealing this lamp. You take the lantern? Oh, yeah, I got to. Like, it's too dark. And I don't know anything. (laughs) As you take the lantern and step out into the darkness, behind you, you hear general shouts, indistinct and angry. I am disappointed I don't get to see how good I am at stabbing people, but I feel like this was a better move. Go into the creepy wet tunnel, please. You are in the creepy wet tunnel. It is flowing. As I was saying, it's mostly like a stream that has been tamed and the city has forgotten, so it's like bricked in. It's got a spillway. There's no light. You can go upstream or downstream. Oh, we're going upstream. Going upstream. I'm really looking for, like, a clear exit. You walk upstream and you find, not that far upstream, less than a minute's walk, you find a ladder descending from a trap door. Sounds perfect. We are going to take the lantern with me. I'm going to go up the ladder and uh, hope nothing kills me. You uh, climb the ladder. It's a little slow going with lantern in one hand, but you manage it. It's a ladder. It's not too hard. The trap door is not secured in any way. You can just push it open. You find yourself in a dark cellar or back room. Maybe it's like a half basement because you just came from underground. It's got sort of bar provisions lining the wall. Do you want to give me like a perception or investigation check to learn more about this space other than the fact that it has one door in it? Let's do investigation, I think. That's a 13 on the dice. So this is a bar back room. It's got anything you might expect a not particularly nice bar to have. Does it uh, have any distinct piano theme? Back room? No. I'm concerned that I ended up back at the piano bar accidentally. I mean, this is a reasonable concern. That that would be very unfortunate to end up back there. I just want to state, I don't know where anything is, so I just might as well uh, assume I've looped completely. Okay, there's no, like, 
window on this door. No. Can I, can I hear anything? Let's start with a luck check. Okay. This will not affect your focus potential. Just gotta know some stuff. That's a 13 again. You don't hear anything. It's all quiet. Cool. Uh, well, we're gonna have to go out the only door. Oh, wait. Before I go, is there a snack? Yeah, you can rummage. I'll take an apple or something, chill. This is, like, this is gonna be more, like, bar stuff. So if you want peanuts, you can have peanuts. If you want more pickled eggs or pickled onions, you can have those. I'll take a pickled onion. Okay. <laughs> Might as well. To wash down those pickled eggs. Lovely. Yeah, I'm just even it out. Get a vegetable in there. I'm gonna be really cautious trying to go out this door. So are you wanting cautious or are you wanting to actively sneak? Oh, let's actively sneak for fun. Okay, let's get some stealth roll. Got a plus four to stealth. I have a plus four? That makes that 22. You are very sneaky. I'm surprised by myself. And this is good because you quietly push open the door and you discover this door is in the back wall behind the bar of the Rumpelstiltskin. Shit. The bartender whose name you do not know is down the other end of the bar, polishing a glass, facing away from you. But he is closer to the door out. Is there a second door? Perhaps a back door? Not that you can see. This bar seems to have a way in and a back room. If there is another back door, it is concealed by something. Oh, great. Well, I should sneak around the far side of the bar so he doesn't see me. And then maybe... I don't know what yet, but we'll figure that out when I get closer, I guess. Continue to sneak. I will let your, your sneak roll ride for the next very sneaky thing you do, which sounded to me like climb over the bar. Oh, that seems dumb. I was thinking the this end of the bar was open so I could walk out into the rest of the room and be on the other side of the bar to use it as a hiding thing. But it doesn't sound like that's the actual arrangement. Yeah, so this door is... Not quite in the corner of a room, but it's like close to the corner of the room. Oh, and the bar joins the wall. The bar joins the wall. So unfortunate for me. (laughs) As I describe this more, that is usually one of the places you would put one of those flap doors. So that makes sense. The bar goes to the wall, but there is a way through it or under it or around it. You're going under. (laughs) Your very good sneak roll stands for now. Okay, gotta go towards the door. So we gotta try again. So you want to, like, be lower than the bar and go past this uh, name unknown bartender. Who does not like me. Doesn't seem to like you. Has many opinions. I think the natural one I rolled is really going to help that. Perfect. Before we get into what's happening here, please make me a focus check. Great. 17. Excellent. Just good enough. You carry on. So you've, you were trying to, like, crouch walk past him. It did not work. It did not work. You're just, like, noisy. I hit a chair. It's fine. You hit a chair. Love it. And he's like, who's there? And he loons over the bar and he looks down. He's like, Leonard, (laughs) get the fuck out. (laughs) What are you doing? Why are you dressed like that? Oh, I don't want to know. Mistakes were made, folks. Get out. (laughs) I'm just going to tell him I've made mistakes. Can I have another pickled egg? That's very exciting for you, Leonard. Yeah, well, you gonna get out this time? <laughs> and he hands you a pickled egg before waiting to hear. Oh, um, sure, but you haven't seen anyone I should go talk to, right? In the last, and he looks at his wrist, because there's no clock in here, in the last half hour, Leonard? Where did you even come from? I could not tell you. I don't even know. Oh, Leonard, are you days always like this? <laughs> I would expect. Oh, Leonard, that's... Oh, man. Can I help in your bar? Or no, I must leave? 
I'm tempted to say yes, but like I think that would break very bad. Okay. You don't want to be here when Vinny and Roscoe and Thud inevitably roll up. Good to hear that they're going to roll up. Great. So I'm going to bail on the Rumpelstiltskin yet again. <laughs> Full circle. Good times. We would like to not go down into more warehouse district. That did not go well. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, I've left. Okay, it's fine. I mean, that's fine. What, what do you want? Oh, I was hoping to ask him where this other bar was that I have drink tickets for, but I should probably just get going. I'll just get going. I'll ask a stranger. I guess we didn't address the drink tickets explicitly. Did you hide those in your pockets with the weapon or? I'm hoping I hid them with the drugs. <laughs> sure. The cigars are totally in the bag, but I took the weird powder with me. It's unfortunate I've lost all my notes. <laughs> I don't even know where that is. It's very nearby here. You could go there again if you want. It's close. It sounds like there's a raid. Oh, I definitely need to ditch this cloak. Ah, oh, shit. Is there an alleyway? I'm sorry. Yep, there's lots of alleys. Let's pick the first one I come to. Excellent. Yep. Yeet the cloak. Yeet the cloak. I don't have my shirt. No. But I have pants and my gear. Well, half my gear. You're now wearing half an outfit. And just kind of have pockets full of mm. stuff. Hold on. I may regret. I'm rethinking needing the cloak. Hold on. I definitely want to get rid of the cloak. But is there like a trash bin or anything back here? There, like, you want to put it in something? No, I was hoping to find a replacement shirt because I realized my tattoos are like. Oh, yeah. Your tattoos are concerning. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I was hoping to find a replacement shirt or I'll uh, modify this heavily that it no longer looks like a cloak. I have a stabby. There is refuse and detritus in some manner of organization in this alley because you're in a yes, commercial semi-industrial area. There is not, on first glance, a bin full of shirts. <laughs> Just you can you can you can dream, investigate okay. the alley to try and nope. find something you could wear. Nope, nope, nope. We just didn't find a nice coat on top of a trash bin. I'm gonna move on. Right. I don't want to smell like trash. That that'll be concerning as well. From what I recall, my arm tattoos were like concerning, but not the worst thing about me. Yep. Cool. So we're gonna go for the. Uh, does this cloak have sleeves? Yeah, like this is sort of your. This is like a Roby thing. Standard okay. Roby thing. It covers lots. Cool. We're going to chop the uh, arms to t shirt length. Okay. And cut the cloak at the waist to hopefully make it jacket me and definitely chop off the hood. I have probably little to no skill in seam ripping, so this will go great. But you do have a knife, and that's an excellent start to. To improvise tailoring. It would be so much hard. <laughs> it's hard without the knife. I mean, this sounds like a dexterity, like crafting stuff roll. This is not a focus roll. I just want to know how good you do. Please give me a d20 roll with plus two. And for no skill, let's go disadvantage. First one did really well. Okay, so we got the both ends of the spectrum. Just for transparency, I got a 19 on the dice. And then my second roll was a natural one. We got a three. <laughs> that sounds like... You did a really good job, but you didn't make quite what you were looking for. So we've got the arms cut off nice and raggedy at about the elbows, and it's a little bit of a crop top. You've got that three-inch band to show off just like a little little below the belly button. Fortunately, there's no tattoos there. 
I remember the scary back tattoo enough to remember how far down that goes in the back for my tramp stamp. Yeah, it doesn't go that far down. <laughs> Thank God, okay. <laughs> it's it's roughly circular, so it's like equivalent of sort of torso ribcage. I'll take a crop. It's so good. Okay. And so now just like your don't trust anyone tattoo that's like six inches long on your arm is hanging out and the hide your weakness, but you are looking fresh. I'll take it. It's all I got. I don't have a better solution. What do you want to do now? Let's investigate those drink tickets before we try to wander back into public. They're for the Alabaster Fox. They look like they will give you one free drink of anything on their standard cocktail menu. Oh, wow. That sounds fancy. I want to walk up the hill a little bit, but not quite back the way I came. Like, slightly different. Away from the things I know, but still up the hill. But not too far. And to, like... Maybe like a couple minutes and then find a good alley. I love the alley. What is your goal here? Oh, I want to do drugs in the alley before I continue up the hill. <laughs> I'm making really brilliant decisions, and this is one of them. You wander a little bit, and then you find a less sketchy, less industrial alley. I just don't want to be like near Rumpelstiltskins when I do drugs. Yeah, you don't have an hour or tea, so how are you going to do these? Oh, right. I need those things. I mean, oh. you can do them wrong if you want. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to do them wrong. We're going to do really, I'm very smart. So we're going to put them on the knife, just like a small, tiny, itty bitty bit of one of the vials, not even a whole vial, like a quarter at most. And we're going to snort it because I definitely know how drugs work. Lovely. And even though I know I've done this wrong. I mean, it's going to do something. That'll be okay. And I know not much, so. What do we do with that? So let's start by rolling a D100 because I've got this nice table here. Oh my God. And you're doing them weirdly. I'm going to minus a d20 from whatever you roll. So I rolled a 19. I'm into it. Did you get more than a 19, I hope? I got 40. Okay, so 40 minus 19 is 21. This is very exciting. You snort it, and you immediately feel the following things. 21, that's odd. Oh, you feel so good. It is major euphoria. You are just jazzed out of your mind. 21, that is odd. So you are just surrounded by some uncontrollable dancing lights. They're low-key, and they go very well with your hooded crop top. I do think that's good. Okay. And 21, final part of the table, the actual number result, you, for some unknown duration, have plus five strength. Awesome! And let me repeat, you feel fucking amazing. This is definitely the time to go to the bar, the other bar that I don't know where it is. Cool. So I'm going to start skipping up the hill more. Is there anyone out and about? As you go uphill, you're getting more residential. You're getting more potential shopping district. The streets are lightly busy. It is early afternoon. There are people around. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm definitely skipping because I feel great. Anyone looking at me weird? You're attracting attention cool. um, for like seven different reasons. Oh, I'm, I am sure. I feel so good. There's nothing I should do about that. That seems great. That seems normal. Okay. Do I see anyone who looks Teddy shaped? I don't know what that is, so it doesn't really help. Yeah, there's a guy carrying a briefcase that uh, really strikes you as a Teddy sort of fellow. Oh, I want to go up and uh, greet him like I know him. All right. What do you say? Oh, hey, uh, good to see you again. Excuse me? Good to see you again. Didn't I see you last night over there? I gesture wildly down the hill. Are, are, are you okay, young man? Oh, I'm 
fantastic. I can see that. I seem to have misplaced my directions to the bar name. Alabaster Fox. Alabaster Fox. Thank you. Yep, yep. The Alab- You're looking for the Alabaster Fox? Who wouldn't be? It's supposed to be a nice place. It, it is a very nice place. I don't think you'll have any fun there right now, though. But if you come with me, I can show you show you something much more fun. Uh, sure. We're, we're going to get robbed by this guy to ditch, but we're going to go. And he he seems great. Uh, can you remind me of your name, sir? I'm the worst with names. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, I, I'm Reginald, and, and who are you, my friend? I believe my favorite name is Leonard. And so other than having a suitcase and looking teddy-shaped, this guy, he's pretty nondescript. He looks older than younger, maybe mid-50s, maybe half-elf. Hard to say. He he looks pretty generic and wonderful. I chose a Joe Schmo who looks teddy-shaped. I'm stoked. Just wait one here, one second. And he, he pulls open a door, and before you can get up to any hijinks, he's like, Gertrude, I'll, I'll just half an hour and I'll be right back. I'm terribly sorry something's come up. And he continues leading you. Oh, is Gertrude your mistress? I say loudly in the middle of the street. And this is clearly a dentist's office. And he's, he just kind of like... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> rolls with it. He's like, if that works for you. I am greatly enjoying this. Okay. Yep. Nope. We're going to go with the weird man. Hopefully it's all fine. Um, and he doesn't turn me into the loony bin. But we'll, we'll, we'll get there when I get there. Okay. He leads you not super far around a couple corners, not into a back alley, but into like a less main street. And then there's this like nice looking, it's like the, the commercial areas overrun a little bit. So this is like a nice house that has now been like turned into two business fronts of some sort. And he leads you into the main floor and he's like, excellent. You, I bet you would like, and he pulls out from like by the door big jar of colorful marbles. Oh, I mean, I definitely do like those. It's like, yeah? You would like some of these? Who doesn't like shiny round objects? Let's be real. Yeah, so just come sit down here. And he, he points into, like, not a room, but it's like an alcove or a nook. Um, and it looks soft. It's got a plush pillow. It's all fuzzy. Okay. He says, hold out your hands. Hold out your hands? Yep. And he pours, like, a handful of marbles into your hand, into your cupped hands. He's like, look how colorful they are, Leonard. Isn't it beautiful? Yep. I think they're freaking awesome. Look at that. So cool and round and shiny. Just enjoy the cushion here. I'll be back in a little bit, Leonard. Who are you going to get? I'm not getting anyone. Oh, but where are you going? I must know. Just over there. I'll just be in the other room. You enjoy your pretty marbles. I hate that. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing for it. You hate it. Do you, do you want to do anything about it? There's nothing for it. He has to go do it. But I do want to try to eavesdrop on whatever's happening in the room. I almost said give me a focus check, but like that's not the right kind of focus check. I, I need you to give a like keeping it together roll, which in this case sounds like a constitution save. That sounds right. 19 on the dice? That passes. Somehow. That passes whatever DC that was going to be. You keep it together. So the marbles are very pretty, but you can also listen in. Give me a perception check to listen in. Okay. This one's not hard, but like... I think that natural one's really going to help me. 
I do really well or really bad, it looks like, today. And now, uh, focus check for your failed perception, because the one's not going to get you there. Hey, did my last focus check make this easier that I did well on? You did well, but you haven't got a critical success on a focus check, I don't think. Well, that four is... That four, that will conclude... That's bad. <laughs> no! <laughs> Leonard! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is such a such an interesting spot to leave Leonard. And that was with, uh, what did I say, Reginald? Reginald in the mysterious house with the marbles. Sounds like a clue. <laughs> oh my god. I would love to revisit Leonard in the future. <laughs> this has been great. Do you have any things before we turn off the recording as the conclusion of your thoughts about Leonard? Unfortunately, we have lost our notes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was wondering when we that was going to happen. <laughs> well, we still have at least three-fourths of drugs and a second file and our knife and our drink tickets. We Last we recall, we knew where we lived, but that will all change. So hopefully it goes okay. I mean, to be uh, fair, no one's ever made a note about where you live, so... That's true, but like today we knew where we lived and we did not find Teddy and we completed a task and then we lost the note about that task. So I think that's okay. <laughs> all in all. All in all. Um, oh, we have our money still and that's it. Oh, money. Okay. Did that also include the mysterious leather pouch, which you've never looked in or did that end up? Uh, that, that I consider a treasure and thus, yes. Money plus leather pouch. Sorry. I didn't mean to. I did forget that was separate. No, that's fine. Um, Excellent. I'm meant to bring that. Lovely. This sounds like a great spot. I am delighted. We look fab for the record. (laughs) Yes, very fab. So that's what I got. Thank you. Thank you very much.